Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Becoming a magician takes thousands of hours, right, Ashley? Oh, I'm not a magician. I'm a design specialist at the Container Store. But you transform closets and pantries. Well, I turn your most frustrating spaces into ones you love. With a magic wand? Uh, with Alpha, our customizable, adjustable, and affordable shelving and drawer system. The amazing Ashley, making daily frustration disappear. <laughs> Just doing my job. Hurry, you only have until February 13th to save 20% when you purchase $500 in Alpha. Get started with your free design at the Container Store today. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. 
Greetings and welcome inside the Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Jason Smith, Doug Gottlieb in for Dan and the Danettes today. Uh, Doug, you were supposed to be playing point guard for the Jazz tonight, but you're actually doing the show from home. Uh, I'm sorry that that tryout didn't go through. Yeah, you know, I mean, uh, reputations follow you. Obviously can't shoot and uh, got out. That's that's really what what, what happens. No, I was, uh, you know, when you cover college basketball games, this has been a crazy year. Like it's always gets a little bit hairy once you get to February and early March in terms of your travel. But uh, I was supposed to have, I think, four or five games this week, and three of them were postponed or, I don't know, they're postponed or canceled. It's like, they're postponed till when? We don't know. Well, that means canceled. That's really what it means. So anyway, yeah, this, that, that's what happened. So I'm, I'm, with, I'm with you. It's, you know, it, it's crazy this year because as we, you know, we get out of the Super Bowl and, and, and the NFL and look, we'll never really get out of it, but out of the season into college hoops, which is supposed to be, the, you know, the sweet spot time and we're getting into, into March for the tournament and it's just, it, I think it's just kind of just dawning on everybody now that, oh my God, this college basketball season is insane. You know, people are starting to look now and go, wait, where's all the really good teams that are normally good? Where's Duke? Where's Carol? Where are all these? Where's Kansas? Where are all these teams? And, and they're not anywhere. And I think that's that's a that's a really big deal and something that people are going to start seeing over the course of the next month or so. Yes, yes. There, there will, be, will be no Duke. There will be no Kentucky. And I think you'll see Kansas. There'll be no Syracuse in the NCAA tournament, likely. And then I think you'll you'll see Kansas for a very short period of time. Uh, so it'll be I, you know, like look without dig, digging into the weeds, it's it's a fascinating year where all the outside of Gonzaga. Uh, the programs you've come to know and love over the past 20 years, obviously the du- the Dukes and the, um, well, Mich- Michigan as well. Michigan and Gonzaga are the only two recent kind of name brands that are really, really good. And, you know, the big, big blue bloods are just not. And that's the only way to, the only way to describe it. Yeah, well, Michigan's a basketball school now anyway. I mean, they haven't been a football school in years. They're, they're, they're completely a basketball Funny. school now. Uh, Funny. You know, Funny because it's true. It, I, well, because my wife is, went, went to Michigan, her whole family went to Michigan. I say that, and it just burns them entirely. I go, you're a basketball school. What are you worried about? And they want to go, you blankety, blankety. I'm, whoa, 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 I've been in this family now for like 20 years, but if I say Michigan's a basketball school, they all get so mad at me. It's kind of fun, actually, on, a, on, on one level to be able to do that. But then, you know, they have family relationships and it's kind of weird a little bit. Uh, so this week has been a week of transition. Right, I would say in sports, we we finished with the Super Bowl on Sunday, and we transitioned right back into where all the quarterbacks are going, and and that's a really interesting thing that we've had the past, like I would say, two or three weeks. It was where are all the quarterbacks going, and here's Deshaun Watson wants a trade, and maybe Aaron Rodgers wants out, and here's Russell Wilson. Oh, there's a game, and we have and and Brady wins, and he gets his seventh Super Bowl, and then he's all over the place at the at the party at the boat parade, and then it's all right. And now we're back into the quarterbacks again, and it's Carson Wentz, and it's Russell Wilson again, and it's Deshaun Watson. It's it's very strange that now we're in a, a period of our time in sports and football where the game, the Super Bowl itself, normally that's the entire lead up, and that's the entire breakdown for like a week after. And instead, it was all the week leading up to it. I, I felt it was where are these quarterbacks going? And we got the Super Bowl Sunday. Then we had the game, and then it was hey, the Super Bowl's over, but man, where are all these quarterbacks going? Because this is kind of an unprecedented time where we could see, you know, 10 guys could change, you know, could, and we could see starters in seven, eight new places, and, and it's big names, and it's going to be an offseason like we've kind of never seen before in the NFL. Well, we saw, like, the first step into it last year, right, where 
you had you know Jameis and Mariota as as backups, um, and Andy Dalton's a backup. Those those are three three quarterbacks who started at their previous spot at least part of the previous year, right? Mariota got beat out, but Jameis did and, and Dalton did until, you know, he got hurt and they just kind of kept him on the bench. And then you had Phillip Rivers and Tom Brady uh, and Teddy Bridgewater all change plays. So we, we saw Nick Foles change teams, what, twice in a year? Um, so we we have seen some of this previously, but no, maybe never to this level. And then I guess I, I I think it's a reaffirmation of what NFL people think. When you see Tom Brady win a Super Bowl and you see Pat Mahomes get to a Super Bowl, it 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 kind of triggers that old football mentality of, hey, we're different than basketball. You you just you don't trade a star. He might not be happy. You just hold on to him. Like Stafford was a unique thing because they were they were completely rebuilding and Goff, I don't think he wanted to leave at the end of the day, but they they got rid of him. Um, Russell, Aaron Rodgers, Deshaun Watson, you would be an idiot to trade all of them unless you were getting such an incredible return on it that and and your your franchise would have to be in a position where you're going to start over. And but but you know like what are all those all those draft picks are all used to try and find a Russell Wilson, a Deshaun Watson and Aaron Rodgers, and since all of them are under contract, I don't think any of them are going anywhere. I think it's a little bit of their need for attention. It's a little bit of our desire for it, I think, as fans or maybe even broadcasters to have something to talk about, to be like the NBA. Um, I also think it speaks to the fact that everybody who loses is going to be ticked off. You know, I mean, like, Russell Wilson, like, he's mad, okay, but it's because he lost. Had he won the Super Bowl, he'd be fine. Same thing with Aaron Rodgers. So, um, to me, it, it speaks to the general unhappiness that follows follows losing your last game, watching Tom Brady win. But I, I think franchises look at a Tom Brady and say, look at the difference there for, for Tampa. You add in a an all-time winner franchise champion as a quarterback, and immediately you go from non-playoff team to Super Bowl champion. We're not getting rid of ours. Well, you know, and, and that's the difference between, we say, why does Brady have seven? And why does everybody else have one? You know, Roethlisberger's got two, but you know, look, Aaron Rodgers has one. Russell Wilson has one. You know, a lot of great quarterbacks don't have any. And it's, you know, more so than just the game that we saw on Sunday, it's more about how much of a leader is Brady when, when you compare him to all the other quarterbacks, right? Like, look at all the stuff that's going on with, with the guys you just mentioned. Deshaun Watson is unhappy. Why? Because he wants to have more of a voice with the Texans. Same thing with Russell Wilson. He wants more of a voice with the Seahawks. And Aaron Rodgers wants more of a voice with the Packers. We're in an era where, where the individual superstar is claiming their voice and saying, you know what, I'm not just going to go along with everything because I don't have to and, I, and I'm the star. But it's not all just about talent. Look at how Brady leads compared to everybody else. Tom Brady couldn't, can't stand Bill Belichick, right? Can't stand the guy. Everything that went on, they worked well together, but at the end you could see how their relationship eroded, and he still, he won't say anything bad about the guy in the media. I've learned a lot from Belichick. It's all he said before the Super Bowl. I've learned a lot from him. He was a great coach. We had great partnership, and I'm moving on. And when he moves on to Tampa Bay, what's the first thing that happens? I'm getting busted because I'm working out in a park uh, for COVID because I want to get ready for the season. I'm over Byron. I'm walking into Byron Leftwich's house to get the playbook because I want to start working on it. Instead of talking about a, a wide receiver coming to play with me, I want to have Antonio Brown move in with me because I think he can be somebody that really uh, is is a 
difference in our team, and sure enough, in the Super Bowl, he was. These are all things that Brady does that none of these guys do. Okay, none of these guys. Russell Wilson hasn't said anything for 10 years, and suddenly, all of a sudden, it's, hey, you know, I, I don't know about the direction. I want more of a voice, and, and I, oh, by the way, I don't want to get sacked as much. I don't want to get hit as much as I want to. Whoa! And we all thought Russell Wilson was a pretty good leader, right? You thought Aaron Rodgers pretty good leader. When after games are over and they're saying, I don't know if I'm on the trading block or not. Well, well hang on. You got a contract. You're not on the trading block, okay? The, the Seahawks aren't going to just dump you for no reason, and the, the Packers aren't just going to dump Aaron Rodgers for no reason. But when they say when they say this, you realize the the guff that that extends between what quarterbacks do when you think they're pretty good leaders and what Brady does. All right, is Brady that much better on the field than Aaron Rodgers? No, Brady has a tough time throwing the football deep. Uh, he likes to throw it deep, like maybe one or two times a game, just to let you know that hey, I still can do it if I have to. But his arm strength is diminished. Doesn't matter. Doesn't because what he makes up for it in all the other parts of the game, he was plopped down in Tampa. Everybody came together around him, and he led by example. And not only that, he did so many things behind the scenes that allowed him to succeed and allowed the team to succeed. You don't see that with these other quarterbacks. And, and that's the biggest thing I take away from the Super Bowl week is that Brady wins. The game wasn't great. It was, it was just kind of a mad game. But Brady wins, and you go, man, it's seven. Seven bleeping Super Bowls for this guy. And everybody else we, t- we talk about can't, can't stop talking about. These guys are lucky if they grab one. And, and there's a, it's not just about talent. It's about what you're doing you know, with that to try to bring your team to the next level. And I wonder if some of these quarterbacks are going to start seeing this now and saying, okay, I see how he's leading. I need to change my way a little bit here. Well, I mean, again, I think every, every team, every leader, every quarterback is different unto himself, right? Um, I there's there was a bunch there. I don't think he hated Belichick. I don't think he can't stand him. I just think that thing ran its course, and that he was he was good. He needed he needed a change. I think it's a very mature way of looking at it. I I struggle with that sort of maturity. I think many of us do. But I I from from who I've talked to that that's generally what it is. Like he, he everything he says is accurate. Like Belichick's a great coach. They don't go to nine Super Bowls and Bel- anybody other than Belichick's the coach. And, and Brady, some of his leadership extends to not taking top dollar, you know, um, and some of that is Brady. Some of that is Belichick in the kind of the Patriot way. But I, I also think that as much as Tom Brady's a leader, like everybody we've talked to is like, yeah, he, he leads, but he leads by just outworking people. I mean, I think one of the things that Russell Wilson's mad about is the fact that he was the only other guy to send out the olive branch to Antonio Brown, you know, Antonio Brown. Uh, worked out with Tom Brady for a while, and then remember he worked out with Russell Wilson. Mm-hmm. And then he's sitting up in the commissioner's box and he's watching the Super Bowl and he's watching Antonio Brown. He's like, I'm sure he went to the Seahawks. I can get you Antonio Brown. And I'm guessing the Seahawks said, that's great. We don't want Antonio Brown. He's a mess off the field. And so, you know, Brady vouching for a guy and being heard because – you know, some of this stuff is, is what you heard about Russell Wilson. We just haven't seen it. You know, he's been so polished previously that you're like, yeah, I don't know. Maybe he's the greatest ever. Maybe he's full of it. And that was a, a little bit of a deceptive side to him. And so I think that exposes some of why the defensive guys for a long time weren't in on him. Some of why he is not beloved in places in the NFL. Aaron Rodgers, this is kind of who he is. He can just kind of be surly. He can... He can be a little bit moody. Brady, I, I thought the being drunk was uh, off the boat parade 
was the most telling thing about who Tom Brady really is. Because we don't, Tom versus time gave us a little sense of it. Um, Two years ago when he won a Super Bowl, gave us a little sense of it. But I think being drunk to me, that's always who you are. Who who you are when you're drunk is who you are deep down inside, right? I'm guessing, Jason, when you're drunk, you are yeah. the happiest dude ever. And oh, yeah. you never shut up about the Jets and the Mets, correct? <laughs> right? I don't know. I don't think there like, are conversations into, I, about the Jets and Mets. I, the I, ran into Jason, I ran into Jason Smith at his party, and man, what a great guy. But oh my God, he kept having his hands on his, my shoulder, and he was talking about the Mets <laughs> and how excited he is, and then about the Jets and how they should trade for Deshaun Watson, right? Like, who you are is drunk. Tom sure. Brady was absolutely hammered. And he could not be happier and nicer and more pleasant. That's who he is. He's he's a fairly happy dude who likes to work really hard. Kind of a dork, right? I know he has to have the knee surgery, but like he's wearing the knee sleeve on the boat, right? It, it just interesting. Like that's who he is. And um, you plop an all-time great who's totally buttoned up, who represents winning to a franchise full of talent that's not won in 20 years. And kind of magic sort of happens, right? Magic happens. So I, that's kind of my, I, we're going to look back on the Super Bowl and it's going to be about Brady. I think it's interesting on how badly outcoached Kansas City got, how badly outplayed Kansas City got. It was not a competitive game. Uh, you know, Kansas City fans can forever talk about the penalty flags. I think that shaped some of how it went, but it was going bad in a hurry for a long way. And, and look, Tampa, they left, they left seven out on the field, you know, throwing the ball, trying to do fat man touchdown on second down and then running the ball on the line the next two downs. Um, so it, it could have been a lot worse. And I think it could have been a lot worse if not for Mahomes back there. But Mahomes didn't play well. Kansas City didn't play well. They didn't prepare well. They didn't adjust well. They got badly outcoached and just completely outmanned by Tampa. We're going to remember it for Brady's seventh Super Bowl, but I think there's a lot more to it. Jason Smith, Doug Gottlieb in for Dan and the Danettes. All right, now I have to think, because now while you were talking, I'm thinking, okay, what's Doug like when he's drunk? And I was thinking, okay, this is what it is. And tell, tell me if I'm right. Tell me, tell me if I'm right. Because you were, you were absolutely 100% right about me. I, as happy as I, I'm the happiest guy in the world. I'm a happy drunk. And I like that because a lot of my friends growing up, they weren't. And I'm like, okay, I can't hang around you. Uh, I, I'm saying, okay, so Doug Gottlieb's at a party. And he's drunk. Say, well, Doug Gottlieb, he is really cool. He is a smart dude. He just spent 20 minutes talking to me about ball screens and how important they are to the modern-day no. offense in no. college basketball. And no. he really told he told me the history of Kansas basketball going back to when Larry Brown was the coach. And it was fascinating. And, oh, wait, it's 1 o'clock in the morning? We got to go. Oh, wow, it got late fast. Is that you at parties? No. No? no? I'm, I'm really super, super silly and – uh, I, I, I'm just completely silly, smart, smart ass. That's really what it is. Yeah, no, I, wow. I, 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 no, I, I, I actually, I, I do, I, we don't get forced into talking about ball screens, but I do get, we, we do get into, I, you know, it's like one of those things when you walk in your sports guy and <clears throat> you know, then you have a couple of drinks and then sports guy becomes, okay, let me give you my hot take and then <laughs> let's see what you have to say about it. Like <laughs> I, I so don't want to do this right now. I just, <laughs> I really, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do it. Well, but, it's hard. Hey, you, yes. But I'm it's hard because you and I, 
we're both kind of, when we go to parties, people, hey, who do you think's going to win uh, uh, Sunday? And I'll say, oh, well, I, I think the Chiefs will win. And then they go, hey, dude, the dude from Fox Sports Radio said thinks the Chiefs are going to win. <laughs> like, okay, I'm just here hanging out at a party with you. All right, that's great. It's, it's parties hard to not be fun. a sports guy. Remember parties, those were fun. I yeah. actually, it's, it's been a while. Although it does, you know, it feels, we're getting close. We're getting yep. closer. Yep. It does feel like we're getting closer. Yeah, I, I, I completely agree. We're already talking about uh, uh, opening up softball. Uh, for season for youth sports because you and I you know we've talked a lot about what uh, we can't wait for youth sports to get back for our kids and and I'm excited that now we're we're f- talking about getting softball back and having some kind of season uh, in about a month or so this spring so I I, I agree I th- I think we're getting there I think the vaccines are what's going to save us all and and it seems like we're on a, a good uptick now hopefully it continues agreed Fox Sports Radio Jason Smith Doug Gottlieb in for Dan and the Dan it's we got a lot more NFL to get to look it's all about the quarterbacks but coming up next did we just see a brand new player announce his candidacy for MVP in the NBA after the night he had last night that's coming up next Jason Smith Doug Gottlieb here on Fox Sports Radio when Callaway launched their Apex Irons, golfers finally got to experience the feel and precision of a player's iron with all the technology benefits of a distance iron. For 2021, Callaway's built on the legendary Apex franchise with the help of artificial intelligence, pairing cutting-edge technology with classic forge craftsmanship. Pretty soon, Callaway will have the club just swing for you. Callaway created the player's distance category, and now they've taken Apex performance to an extraordinary level. In the Apex 21 irons, you get an amazing combination of tour feel, incredible distance, and shot making control and now that forge blade feel is in a player's iron for everyone callaway's apex standard irons will fit a majority of swings the apex pro is for the scratch and single digit handicap players and the brand new apex dcb deep cavity back means that higher handicaps now have a forged iron they can gain with confidence there are lots of irons out there this is it we've got an amex platinum pro on our hands ladies and gentlemen we haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the centurion lounge Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to fifteen hundred dollars again sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and game sense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park that's 1-800-GAMBLER Juan Gabriel, Juan Gis, Selena, Selena, Celia Cruz, Azúcar, Carol G, La Bichota, Christina Aguilera, Extina, just to name a few. We're serving the whole story from rags to riches and all the tea in between. I'm Liliana Vasquez. And I'm Joseph Carrillo. And we're the host of Becoming an Icon Season 2. 
Guess who's back in the house? And we're bringing you even more stories behind the world's biggest stars in Latin music. Certified Latin royalty. Consider us your star sleuths, your chisme besties, digging beneath los mejores éxitos to bring you everything you didn't know about your favorite Latin icons. Hey, you know what, my boo? You're my favorite icon. Aw, Joseph. Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I can eat a slice of pizza in under 30 seconds or... I know it'll take you over a minute to down that two liter. If you have, then you're going to love pick six, the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how to play during the NBA playoffs. It's super simple. First, download the DraftKings pick six app, then pick between two and six players and choose if they'll have more or less of a stat like rebounds, points, assists, and more. Play Pick 6 from DraftKings, the new fantasy app that packs more fun into less time. Download the DraftKings Pick 6 app now and use the code DUG. New customers can play 5 bucks and get 50 in Pick 6 credits. That's code DUG only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. One offer per new customer. Minimum $5 first pick set to receive $50 in Pick 6 credits, which are non-withdrawable and valid for Pick 6 use only, expire after six months. Restrictions apply. Limited time offer. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick 6 states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. But nothing delivers everything like Apex. Find out which Apex irons are right for you at callawaygolf.com slash Apex. That's callawaygolf.com slash Apex. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 to noon Eastern or 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Dan Patrick Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app, by searching FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Get right to the romance and find the way to wow this Valentine's with 1-800-Flowers.com. From classic roses and bouquets to decadent chocolate-covered berries, gourmet treats, and more, surprise your Valentine with 1-800-Flowers.com. Right now, get the 18-stem Enchanted Rose Medley for $39.99 or upgrade to 24 red roses for $10 more. Go to 1-800-Flowers.com slash tune in. That's 1-800-Flowers.com slash tune in. Adoption of teens from foster care is a topic not enough people know about, and we're here to change that. I'm April Dinwiddie, host of the new podcast, Navigating Adoption, presented by Adopt US Kids. Each episode brings you compelling real-life adoption stories told by the families that live them with commentary from experts. Visit adoptuskids.org slash podcast or subscribe to Navigating Adoption, presented by Adopt US Kids. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services Administration for Children and Families and the Ad Council.
Look through your children's eyes to see the true magic of a forest. It's a storybook world for them. You look and see a tree. They see the wrinkled face of a wizard with arms outstretched to the sky. They see treasure and pebbles. They see a windy path that could lead to adventure. And they see you, their fearless guide through this fascinating world. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. Fox Sports Radio, Jason Smith and Doug Gottlieb in for Dan and the Danettes today. Hit us up on Twitter at HowAboutAFresca, Doug at Gottlieb Show. And did Steph Curry just announce himself as, hey, I can win the MVP in the NBA too? Joining us now on the hotline. He covers the NBA for the Washington Post. You can find him on Twitter at Mr. Michael Lee. It's Michael Lee who, judging by his Twitter feed, is most happy the last couple of days that McDonald's is bringing back high C. Michael, analysis. Hey, you know what? It, McDonald's tried to fool us for the last couple of years by putting that Santa orange, and, and it's not the same, okay? And I tried, to, I tried to convince myself that it was the same. I would go get the Fanta orange and say, okay, this is, this is going to be my high C. But it's not high C, okay? There's only one high C, and McDonald's did the right thing. They corrected uh, an egregious mistake. <laughs> and they gave us, the people, what we really want. We want the high C. So now I'm happy. I might have to go back to McDonald's and just get a high C just for the, just for the heck of it. Well, hold on now. You can't go to McDonald's and not get fries. Like, I, I just think. Like, yeah. But, I mean, the, but the, I, the high C was the perfect compliment to those fries. No, and, I, I, and, I, I, I'm, not, I'm not disputing that, right? Like, I'm just saying, I'm just <laughs> stating, I just want to make sure it's out there. Like, before we go crazy about high C, remember, like, to me, when I say McDonald's, like, my son and I, we have these discussions all the time coaching him in, in, in hoop, in AAU hoop, and we're traveling around, you need you know, grab something quick on the go. And we will do anything to stop and get some McDonald's fries and go like, hey, we'll wait a little longer. Can we make sure we get a fresh batch? And then throw a little extra salt on that bad boy and, and get it out there. Now you throw in high C, and we're, our day is made. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah, I might, I might have to get some fries in high C today just, just because. <laughs> Y'all got me hyped up my, now after my, this. Uh, Michael, uh, Jason seems surprised. I, the Steph Curry thing, since about the first week of the season when they were getting eviscerated by teams, now they start to figure out um, how is he viewed in leagues? Because there was, I do think that people maybe forgot or questioned if he'd ever be what he was previously. How is he viewed in league circles, Steph Curry? I mean, you know, it's, 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 this is Steph's show. I mean, it's, he's playing at that level he played in 2016. He doesn't have the same amount of help. He doesn't have, he's not surrounded by the same level of basketball IQ as he was when the Warriors were, you know, going to the finals. Um, but he's fun again. And that's, I think that's what everybody is taking note of. You know, if you follow social media, just about every night, you start getting those updates that Steph's cooking again, you know, Steph, the chef's, chef's cooking again. And I think that's, that, that, that's what the league sort of needs. This has sort of been a really drab season. It hasn't been a lot to get excited about. But the Steph show has been one of the things that I think that's really driven a lot of interest. You know, he's had 60-point games. He's had 50-point games. He had a 40-point game last night. And when he just starts getting going, it's just something that he does that just energizes his team and just fans in general. No one else can duplicate it. I mean, everybody's in this three-point era. Everybody's just gunning from all over the place. But only one guy really gets you excited when one drops because nobody has so much fun when it does splash. You know, he, he does everything that you wish you could do. But then on top of that, he, he dances. He has a little celebration with it. He, he, has a, he has so much fun with it. And you can see that even though the team isn't having as much success, and I know there's been some frustrating moments, 
there's still so much joy that comes from a Steph, you know, moment. You know, when Steph gets gets going, it moves you in a way that nobody else seems to do it. And I think that's why everybody's so excited. And I, yeah, he's in the MVP conversation, but he's got to elevate the team a little bit higher to really be to knock off the guys that are really at the top. I mean, if you're the AC on a team that's two games above 500, it's going to be tough to win the MVP. But it is fun to see Steph playing at that level he was playing at, you know, five years ago. He was asked after the game last night about the MVP race, and he said the game speaks for itself. So I'll ask you this. Steph Curry wins the MVP if blank. Like, what has to happen for him to win the MVP this year? He's going to have to get his team into, like, probably top five seed. Um, because I think there's a lot of candidates out there, a lot of guys out there who are having phenomenal seasons. And, you know, as great and as fun as he's been, um, you know, it's all about what can you do to elevate your team. I think that, you know, there's sort of been a correction ever since Russell Westbrook won a couple of years ago where, you know, even then people are like, well, the team isn't winning. It's like, yeah, but he's having a triple-double. It's never happened before. Now we're sort of numb to triple-doubles. Um, in some ways, you know, we, we know what Steph can do, but we also know that Steph can lead his team to wins, and that's really what it's going to be judged by. When you look at guys who are playing great this year, from LeBron to um, Kawhi to Joel Embiid, Nikola Jokic, you know, those guys who are playing on teams that are playing better, it'll be hard to say that as fun as he's been that he can jump those guys and all of a sudden be the MVP when other guys have just as valid a, a, an argument. And I think whenever you come down – to what separates one guy from the next man, it's usually going to come down to W's. And right now he doesn't have enough. Um, okay. What about LeBron? You know, the, all the, the, the consecutive overtime games and the minutes and wear and tear. And I don't know where you stand on this thing. I'm a little bit different. Like I actually think when you take a guy out and he's in his thirties and he's, he's starting and stopping, that's when you're more likely to get hurt. Uh, than the minutes. Obviously, not having Anthony Davis some of these nights is making him carry the load more. But where are you on LeBron and how much he's being used in in LA? Yeah, I was not expecting this, and I don't think he was either. You know, coming off a seventy-one game layoff. I mean, that's that's what's been most impressive about his season is that there was no let up for them. I mean, they went straight from the bubble basically right into the season. I thought they'd get off to a slow start, and I thought that LeBron would basically kind of cruise, you know, his way, you know, into like the second half of the season, then turn it up, and then you know, all of a sudden you see him in the playoffs playing at the LeBron level you expect. But he's been playing at that superhuman LeBron level pretty much all season. And I think the one reason why I sort of put him at the MVP is that he's made a lot of interesting games against bad teams. Uh, he made a lot of games against bad teams more interesting than you expect. You know, overtime against Detroit, you know, going down to the wire against Oklahoma City. You know, all these games are more exciting than you, than you would have thought going in. Um, but he's doing a lot of the heavy lifting, primarily because Anthony Davis isn't playing at the level that he was last year, and he's been in and out from injuries. Um but he's doing what a guy is supposed to do. And there's one thing about LeBron. He hasn't missed a game this year, and I think it's something that you can't really overlook, and it's something I mentioned a couple of years ago in one of my columns. LeBron doesn't have the luxury to take games off. Everybody's wondering why he's not load managing, why he's not taking this time to sort of just you know rest and do all those other things. LeBron's not focused on what this season, this season or anything else. LeBron's focused on being the all-time leading scorer. And the only way he can do that is by playing as many games as he possibly can. And if you look at his career, how, who else has had so many games taken away for circumstances that are out of his control? There's been a 66-game season because of a lockout. 
there has been a pandemic that took away last year and part of this year. He's always showed up to play and be healthy every year except for one. So he he can't really take for granted that there might be another part of his, his quest to catch Kareem stripped away. So he's got to go out there and compete. He's got to give everything he can because he's, he, he's chasing something that's bigger than what any of us are talking about right now. He's trying to go down as the GOAT. And one way to do that is to retire as an all-time leading scorer. So he's got to play. And I, I respect him, the fact that he goes out there, he competes, he plays hard, and he also is delivering wins for a team that really doesn't have time to, to spare. You know, if they want to repeat as champions, if he wants to add another ring to his, his argument that he's the best, he's got to do it now. Um, so I, I, that's, that's why I think this year as opposed to last year, I would say that he's, you know, at the top of the MVP um, because nobody's having a historical season like um, Giannis did last year. But also he's doing what separates him from everybody else. He's, he's leading his team to wins, and he's doing it, you know, when, when his team desperately needs it because there's not a secondary helper guy, you know, uh, consistently for him like there was last year. All right, so before before we get to Bradley Beal and a couple other things, so, so I, I started the conversation thinking that Steph was the high C of the NBA. Now I'm thinking you're thinking LeBron is the high C of the NBA. Who's the real high C of the NBA? Steph is the high C okay. because, you know, that, that, that's, that's just a big uh, jolt of sugar into your system that makes you feel good. <laughs> you know, LeBron is more like a glass of wine. You know, you want to sit back and relax, and it gets better with time. So, yeah, Steph's the high C for sure. I like that. Okay, high C. Steph is a high C. So what's Bradley Beal then? He's leading the league in scoring. He may get traded. Is he the diet Dr. Pepper? Like, like what's he for the NBA? <laughs> um, he, he's a guy who is in a very difficult situation because he wants to be committed to, to playing in Washington, but there's also something else that's just sitting there that I don't think gets discussed enough. If LeBron, I mean, if uh, Bradley Beal stays in, in Washington for a couple more years, he qualifies for an extension that will pay him $266 million over five years. It's only available to him if he stays with the same team for his entire career. He can't bail on that situation now. And if he leaves, he will not get anything close to that kind of money with wherever he goes. And I think that that's one of the reasons why he's willing to ride it out no matter how bad it gets. You know, obviously he wants to lead the Wizards to new heights, but how much better can that team get over the next year or two, you know? Um, it's not going to get much better. Um, but when else in his life does he ever have a chance to make $266 million? That's a lot of money. And it's not something that you can even say, well, don't you want to win? Yeah, I want to win, but I can win later. I've won before. <laughs> I didn't win a championship, but I'm not going to necessarily guarantee to win a championship if I go get traded to you know Denver or anywhere else, uh, Miami or anywhere else that, I, that, that might want to trade for me. Um, so he's thinking he's playing the long game. And he also wants to see just how far he can take a team. I think he's understanding the limitations of how good he can be and what difference that's going to make for the Wizards. But the Wizards have no interest in trading him, and he doesn't want to go anywhere because, like I said, how many of us have that chance to win that big of a lottery ticket? Um, I think he has a chance that no, nobody really wants to pursue or that, like in the past. Guys usually just bail on their teams, and they say, well, you know, I don't necessarily need that money. Anthony Davis bailed on that kind of money, you know. Um, but <laughs> Brad's not thinking like that, you know. And so um, that, that that's sort of the way I see it. So people can throw out rumors all they want. They can say, you know, Brad's, Brad's not available. He's not going anywhere. The Wizards don't want to trade him. 
and he doesn't want to be traded. And so it's, it, I guess it's cute to talk about cause he's an NBA leading scorer and his team is terrible. Um, but I think that's sort of the scenario that he signed up for. Um, and it, with the hope that eventually the Wizards will get some help around him, but it's just really tough um, to try to build a team uh, with a guy who's definitely in his prime when you don't have the resources to acquire more players on, that are on his level. Why don't they? Well, why don't they? Why don't they? Well, I mean, yeah. they got um, a 40 million a year committed to Russell Westbrook, who's 32 years old and, you know, uh, looks like he's a step beyond his prime now. Um, but they, I mean, they had, they had John, they had John, they had John Wall. So who, who, who obviously much, he's younger and, but, and he's coming out, he was coming off a, a huge surgery as well. Like sure. it, it's, it's just fascinating to me on how they were stuck with one contract only to trade it to stuck with another contract, which is probably worse than John Wall's deal. Well, I guess it's one fewer year. So I guess yeah. <laughs> if you're the Wizards, you can look at it in that perspective too. Um, I, I thought they gave up on John a, a little too soon. I think they, they should have let John build up his value a little bit more in their uniform and then moved him as opposed to just say, let's just get what we can get, can right now and then move forward. Um, but I, I think that's just one of the mistakes that they made. And it's one of the things that probably could eventually cost them Bradley Beal down the road. I just don't see it happening anytime soon. Um, and I don't think that there, I think there's definitely frustration that the team isn't going anywhere. But again, I think he's also looking at, you know, things from a long-term perspective, playing for the franchise for 10 years, getting that deal that can, you know, secure, you know, riches for his family and generations. Um, and I think that's something that he, he doesn't take lightly. And I think I'm surprised more players aren't, don't have that mindset with the amount of money that's out there now if you stay committed to the same team. You can follow him on Twitter at Mr. Michael Lee. That is at Mr. Michael Lee, NBA insider for the Washington Post. And if you see him at McDonald's today, buy him a high C. He works very, very hard. Uh, Michael, as always, buddy, <laughs> appreciate your time, my friend. Enjoy the day. Hey, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. All right, great stuff. Ple- pleasure, pleasure's ours. Okay, I guess so. The question is, you know, you have, you do have some incredible seasons being played, but it does feel like we're we're a little overwhelmed with basketball, like. I don't know. The, the bubble thing was really fun because we hadn't had sports for a long time. And then it was basketball on TV at all hours of the day. And I thought that was kind of cool. But then even afterward, you're like, all right, this, um, it, it, every game looks the same, right? It's like, it was like every ACDC song sounds the same. Every mm. basketball same kind of looked the, looked the same inside the bubble. Then they went away for like two months. Then they came back during football season after started ending during football season, which was a mistake. And I I don't feel like there's even though basketball crowds aren't great in the regular season anyway, I just feel like there's no juice to all this stuff. Well, yeah, you haven't missed anything, right? Like like what have you missed in, in the NBA? Everybody is is eleven and eleven and you're still kind of waiting for, for the season to kind of suss itself out. And that's why honestly I can see Steph winning the MVP because if you're looking for something in the NBA, uh, the Steph Curry story cuts through the clutter. Hey, every night, late night, Steph could go for 50. Now, normally he could go for 50 any night, but hey, he's got no help. And now we love the Warriors again because we loved them in the beginning. Then we hated when they were winning all the time. Now we love them again because Steph is all by himself. And that narrative, and you combine it with the fact that Steph is the most liked player in the NBA by everybody, by fans, by, by, by other people that play and, and, and people that cover the game, if it's Steph Curry is doing this all by himself, if he leads the league in scoring, 
and he gets the Warriors into the playoffs because that's the narrative. Steph has nobody. LeBron's got AD. Joel Embiid has Simmons. They have a really great team. Then that's going to be something that can happen, and his story cuts through the clutter. And, hey, what's Steph doing late at night? Like back when, when the Lakers were not very good, right, in their, in their post-championship with Kobe and Pau Gasol, it was still the Lakers and Kobe were must-see TV because, hey, he could go for 81 tonight. Tonight he's going to go for 81, so you always kind of had your eye on Kobe and the Lakers a bit, and I see a little bit of that with Steph Curry now that, hey, this could be, hey, Warriors are late game tonight, boy, if he could score 45, Warriors are still in that playoff. I can see the story cutting through the clutter. Uh, Yeah, I mean, I do think it's interesting. It's like, well, he's got to elevate a team. Like, they're competitive, and they have a bad roster, you know? I I love what what he has to have a Draymond with him, somebody who's kind of a, a de facto point guard. But I mean, you look at kind of the pieces that are around him. You're like, that really? That's it? That's that's what you're rolling with? <laughs> and and he and they're and they're making it work. I, I look, I think I, I think that it's going to be hard to not discuss LeBron James because of all the things he's doing for that team uh, in in the MVP race. But I, I just to me the bigger the bigger story is twofold. One, I think there's actually uh, four teams in the East that could come out of the East. Um, but the other story is like, it still feels like the Lakers, if healthy, are far and away the dominant team in the West. And we're not talking about the Clippers. And we're not talking, there, there doesn't appear to be anyone else on the level of the Lakers. It's like Lakers, Clippers, and then, you know, you got the Jazz and the Nuggets and the the, the Trailblazer types that are kind of in in chase, but not really on the same level. Yeah, and and I don't know how much you're going to see teams say, "Hey, we got to go get that top seed," and you see a team separate itself that we're not talking about because. Who knows what the with the pandemic? How many fans are going to get in to see? Is home court really going to be something the teams sell out for, like they did in the past? I mean, you know, for a team like there's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming. And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card, hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it and travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel, it's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Juan Gabriel, Juan Selena, Selena, Celia Cruz, Azúcar, Harold G, La Bichota. 
Christina Aguilera. Ex-Tina. Just to name a few. We're serving the whole story. From rags to riches. And all the tea in between. I'm Liliana Vasquez. And I'm Joseph Carrillo. And we're the host of Becoming an Icon Season 2. Guess who's back in the house? And we're bringing you even more stories behind the world's biggest stars in Latin music. Certified Latin royalty. Consider us your star sleuths, your chisme besties, digging beneath los mejores éxitos to bring you everything you didn't know about your favorite Latin icons. Hey, you know what, my boo? You're my favorite icon. Aw, Joseph! Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Utah, hey, it's nice to say, hey, we're the number one seed in the West. We're arriving as a Western Conference power. But I don't know that you're going to see teams go crazy in the regular season and say, well, we got to get up there. We got to get that number one seed. We have to, we have to worry about who we're avoiding because nobody knows if that's really going to be the reward that, that it, you know, it's normally when you get the extra with, game with at home, court, you get the about? calls, your bench plays better. You're talking about home court? Yeah. There should be home court. Yeah. Um, you know what the other part that what Michael said was interesting is so you have this the supermax out there for Bradley Beal. And I think it's a it's actually it's not only a reasonable discussion, but what's interesting is how NFL players, we started talking about quarterbacks and some of these guys being disgruntled and the possibility of some movement. NFL players wanna have the movement that you have in the NBA and the NFL front offices don't because of what they've seen happen to the NBA where it is really hard on a given year to turn on the TV and know who's playing for whom, right? Wait, he's here, he's there. It's very, very difficult. Whereas what the NBA wants, you know, that that's what, what they wanted out of their Supermax contract is what the NFL has, where guys will never leave their one team and, and reward them financially. Um, and so the, the NFL players want to be NBA players, but the NBA front office the nba collective bargaining agreement has put in place all of these things so they can be more like the nfl 
Twitter at Gottlieb Show. Twitter at How About a Fresca. Jason Smith, Doug Gottlieb in for Dan and the Danettes today. We'll have more NBA on the way, but coming up next, has Tom Brady already lined up his next great weapon to join him in Tampa next season? That's straight ahead right here. Dan Patrick Show, Fox Sports Radio. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. If you love to be remembered as the person who gives the best birthday gifts, I'm here to tell you that 1-800-Flowers.com is your ultimate birthday gifting destination. 1-800-Flowers has thoughtful and artfully created options that are guaranteed to deliver the best birthday surprise. Shop thousands of unique gifts at 1-800-Flowers.com for exclusive offers and great values. To order today, visit 1-800-Flowers.com slash tune in. That's 1-800-Flowers.com slash tune in. What grows in the forest? Trees? Sure. Know what else grows in the forest? Our imagination, our sense of wonder, and our family bonds grow too. Because when we disconnect from this and connect with this, we reconnect with each other. The forest is closer than you think. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. If I could be you. And you could be me. For just one hour. If you could find a way. To get inside. Each other's mind. Walk a mile in my shoes. Walk a mile in my shoes. Walk a mile in my shoes. We've all felt left out. And for some, that feeling lasts more than a moment. We can change that. Learn how at belongingbeginswithus.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Walk a mile in my shoes. Fox Sports Radio, the Dan Patrick Show, Jason Smith and Doug Gottlieb in for Dan and the Danettes today. And I know I mentioned that we were going to talk about Tom Brady potentially getting a new weapon uh, to the Buccaneers for next season, but... Uh, we have this news coming in right now, going to get to here, because for most of the offseason, the talk has been about Deshaun Watson. Are the Texans going to trade him? Is, has he played his final game? Well, one guy we know have played their final game for the uh, Texans is J.J. Watt, Ian Rappaport of NFL Network, uh, reporting just now the Texans are releasing J.J. Watt. Doug, not a, not a stunning story. We thought this might be coming. J.J. Watt's been outspoken, uh, and the last we saw of him, he was upset that he told Deshaun Watson, look, we, we wasted a season for you. I'm very sorry about that. So here goes J.J. Watt out the door in Houston. Uh, like, look, uh, this is Houston's doing a gut job, and it is interesting that Deshaun Watson did not like uh, the culture of the place. Now they're trying to change the culture of the place will he still not like it or does it actually matter? Um, like, look, I, I, I don't think Houston will trade him, uh, Deshaun, but I do think that like, if you're going to start over no better time, the, the question becomes, can you get a sucker like the jets, you know, to move mountains and then Deshaun stuck on another bad team, right? Hey, like, hey, come on, you if you're gotta... talking about suckers, the jets, Hey, we're that team. Hey, we yeah. are absolutely that team. And, and, but, but the problem is that NFL guys like, look, Deshaun's so good, so talented. You're not going to trade him because you're going to be forever be in search of a guy that talented. That's, that's a really hard kind of conundrum. As for JJ Watt, like, look, he's not the same guy. He just hasn't been the same guy. And you make that much money. And, you know, I, I don't know whether they went to him to ask to restructure or not, 
but he makes too much money to not be a dude and not at all a surprise. And it's part of the changing the guard in the National Football League. And we'll see if, if what he has left in the tank, right? We'll see how his leadership is valued elsewhere. You know, you bring up Watson, and, and, and the whole thing is, look, these are, these are the two players that we talk about, the star power with the Texans. And, and is J.J. Watt going to end up someplace? Yes, very quickly. Maybe he winds up reuniting with his brother in Pittsburgh. But I, I think for Watson, the question it, it get, has to get outside of, do the Texans want to trade him? They're crazy. They're not going to trade him. They may not have a choice because Deshaun Watson seems pretty dug in. He seems pretty much that he doesn't trust what's going on with the Texans, doesn't trust Cal McNair, who said, I'm going to involve you with what's going on with our searches, and I'm not going to involve you. Even they fired the longtime equipment manager that both he and J.J. Watt loved the other day. I feel like that trust is gone, and it doesn't matter that, that if they want to trade him or not. If Deshaun Watson says, I'm done, I'm not coming, I'm going to sit home, and eventually you're going to trade me, well, guess what? The Texans are going to wind up trading him because if he's not going to come, he's not going to play. The Texans aren't going to have a choice. I, I, I kind of look at the Texans like, okay, you realize you don't really have all the power in this. That you know that that you you're in, in new situations. You have a, you know a pretty new owner. You have a new president of football operations. You have a new head coach. Uh, Deshaun Watson kind of has the power, and if he doesn't want to play, he's not going to play. Well, there, there's there, there's a multi-layered thing. First of all, we need to cut out the idea that he doesn't like the owner. Because most of these guys don't know the owner. The owner doesn't matter, right? We, we act like, oh, man, Mr. Kraft is so great. Like, Robert Kraft has a relationship with one guy, Tom Brady, because he's been there 20 years, right? And the truth is, like, it's not really, you're not friends. They're paying you, okay? You, you don't have to pay friends. So that's the, a lot of these owners wouldn't get along with players if they actually knew each other. That's my first thing. The second thing is, that, that sounds great, but why Deshaun Watson sign a contract after they trade DeAndre Hopkins. And by the way, in that contract, he basically got his first three years bonuses all paid up front. So he's kind of pot committed and he's not, he's not sitting out when Le'Veon Bell sat out for a year. Le'Veon Bell was a free agent. Right? He's, he's, he's not sitting out. This is not a Carson Palmer type of thing. What happened with Carson Palmer was kind of similarly signed a big contract, asked for changes, was told there would be changes. And then a couple years later, there weren't changes and he had enough. Deshaun Watson wanted changes. Now there's changes. And guess what? He doesn't like changes. So I don't think they'll, they'll deal him. But, but like, look, uh, JJ Watt is 32 years old. He was going to make $17.5 million. None of it's guaranteed. And so he's gone. And we'll see what his value is on the open market. You know, I, it wouldn't be crazy to see a place like Buffalo. Wouldn't be crazy to see him. This is the type of thing that New England does. Um, in terms of getting a guy off the waiver wire who they feel like still has value, even though he's longer, longer in the tooth. Like the J.J. Watt is really interesting because you'll have NFL players forever say, well, you know, my contract's not guaranteed. Like, dude, he was paid last year, even through the guaranteed part of his contract because he's J.J. Watt and he just doesn't produce anymore. And now he'll get more guaranteed money, albeit at a, at a bargains rate compared to the 17 and a half million he was going to make. And he'll get guaranteed money up front in a new contract. I just, I don't know what his value is uh, coming around the league. Uh, J.J. Watts actually put out a statement on social media. I haven't uh, heard it yet, but I can see it right now. Wearing a plain white hat, Wisconsin hoodie. Uh, so he's put out the message that he is no longer a member of the Houston Texans. We'll have more on this story throughout the show. Again, this just coming in right now from Ian Rappaport of NFL Network. But coming up next, where are 17 NFL teams all headed to today for basically one reason? We'll tell you next. Jason Smith, Doug Gottlieb, Fox Sports Radio. 
Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 to noon Eastern or 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Dan Patrick Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Or stream us live on the Peacock app. Get right to the romance and find the way to wow this Valentine's with 1-800-Flowers.com. From classic roses and bouquets to decadent chocolate-covered berries, gourmet treats, and more. Surprise your Valentine with 1-800-Flowers.com. Right now, get the 18-stem Enchanted Rose Medley for $39.99 or upgrade to 24 red roses for $10 more. Go to 1-800-Flowers.com slash tune in. That's 1-800-Flowers.com slash tune in. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at First, first Listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.